And welcome, welcome, ladies and gents, to another episode of The Mixer. This is your boy, Black, SSSS Black. And, of course, we got my co-host, Scuba Steve, in the house. Scuba Steve, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing real good, bro. I'm doing real good. How you doing? Man, I can't complain. It's a little hot out here today. I'm not going to lie. I got my bought a little AC unit trying to get it to work in my room. And I don't know. Either I'm potatoing something or I just pushed the wrong button because it was a little hot in there. But I'll figure that out. I digress. What can I say? It looked like it's about to storm over here. Oh, gosh. It's about to storm real bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Look, it's springtime. I'm done with all the storms at this point. Man, for real, though. <laughs> So welcome to the mixer, ladies and gents. We appreciate you coming and click play and spending a little bit of your day listening to us to gab about anime and stuff. First and foremost, as we always do, we dedicate this podcast to our friend Stinator. Stent, we miss you. We love you, dog. Man, it's just not the same without you, dog. But we're gonna hold it down. Me and Scoop and Steve gonna try our best to talk about this anime thing. Yeah, you know I mean. And with that, we off. So this episode. We're going to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart. And when I say that, everybody that knows me knows that I love to talk about anime music. I mean, when I say I love to talk about it, all I truly listen to is anime music, video game music, and lo-fi. That is literally the trifecta for me. So today we're going to talk about anime soundtracks. And... Anime soundtracks start from, geez, I don't know how far back. I mean, my GOAT one is was 06. And if you know that year, you probably already know what I'm talking about. But, yeah, man, what do you think, what is it that makes an anime soundtrack go? Like, is it fitting that it fits the anime? Is it the mood? Is it just that banger opening that gets you into it? What is it for you that makes you love anime music, Scooby? So, for me... The, the opening is banging, but necessarily, like, if I'm riding around in a car or whatever like that, it's like, as long as it's good music, I'm I'm down for it. But if we're actually talking about for the anime, uh, especially during the scenes, they got to hit at the right mm. time. Mm. The, that fight scene comes on or that uh, that MC walks in the building, that theme song got to be banging, man. It's <laughs> got to give me hype and got to right. give me looking at the screen like, oh, okay, okay. So, right. Yeah, that that's how I I pursue it. But like, if I'm in my car or whatever, I don't mind just being like, oh, okay, this is a nice vibe or whatever. This, but yeah. it's a nice anime track. And then when I I'm actually listening to that, I mean, watching that anime, I'm like, oh, that's not the vibe I was expecting. But in the right. car, hits. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so, okay, okay. I have yeah. no problem. But it's all about it's all about what the mood is for when I'm listening to it. Right. You got your cru- your cruising anime songs. Then you got your you chill at the house mode. I feel it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. You got a top five. Can you name? Can you name? Well, no. You know what? Let me not phrase it that way. So what we'll do is we'll let's do a top three anime openings just off the top of your head. If you know, if you have one, I can give you. I'll go first, so it gives you a little bit of time. But uh, a top three anime openings. So I'll go first, just to, just so it gives you a little bit of time. To, okay, I know I'm throwing the question at you. I'm with it, man. Oh, we got five. We got five. I love it. Okay, okay, we can do five. Yeah. All right, so my top one is obvious. If anybody that knows me knows how I love this anime, and I've said on other podcasts how this the soundtrack in general is number one for me in my life. But the opening and ending is that good that literally from start to finish, the anime just talk about mood. It's just all off the top. 
And so my number one go to anime opening for sure is Battle Cry, which Battle is the Cry opening to Samurai Shampoo. Yes, yeah, see you. Oh, hey, hey. Okay, okay, you get it, you get it. And I honestly, I don't think much needs to be said. When people say Battle Cry, you automatically know the song. Like you know how it come on, you know how it go, you know how it flows. So it's like, come on, Battle Cry. I think when everybody for the first time watched Samurai Shampoo and heard this song come on, and it gave you that like. You know that feudal area, uh, feudal era, era, like flute horn in the background. You hear the bass come on, and then you hear that, yeah, sharp yeah. like the edge of a samurai sword. The mental blade cut through flesh and bone. And you're like, whoa, is that how we starting this song? Like, is that how we coming? And so I think that hooked anybody. I, I don't care how how you like. You're not expecting for somebody to just come on the track just gasping, and you're like, oh, okay, so. Yeah, man, Samurai Shampoo. Let me just let's just crack the whole can open. Samurai Shampoo oh. is by far the greatest anime soundtrack I've ever heard. And we're talking about from mm-hmm. opening to ending. Ending is uh Chika Utada, and I can't remember the, the young lady's name. I think it's Mimi. And that comes on a whole nother thing. That's that bass, that guitar bass, that do 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 that whole little move vibe you like damn the whole anime just been a vibe but literally it's a goaded soundtrack like i always tell the story of how literally since i downloaded this soundtrack in 06 when the anime came out i've literally had this soundtrack either on my computer or my phone or on some type of device i so that's like going on like mm, we're in year 2021 I'm going on close to 15 years having this. So literally, it's been the soundtrack of my life. And RP Nujabest, like, when my man put his foot into a soundtrack, dog, he he really put his foot into this soundtrack. Like, goaded. Just straight goaded. So anyway, we go for opening. We'll go to soundtracks later or after this. But I'm just letting you know right now. <laughs> Samurai yeah. Shampoo holds the top spot for anime opening, I'm anime on- soundtrack, and anime ending. So that's all back. I wrote about 10 OPs, so we can just, we can. <laughs> okay, we go five minutes I was like, yeah, that would go hard, too. Let me write that one. <laughs> I, wrote it, I was like, yeah, that would go hard, too, so. All yeah. right. Uh, number one, two. Oh, go ahead. You got you got your number one? Number one for me, I mean, it's just the classic. It's the Yu Yu Hakusho Smile Bomb. Okay, Smile Bomb, yep, yep. Everybody knows that one when it comes on. It just puts you in that good-ass mood. Like, as soon as, as soon as you hear that boom, that at the very mm-hmm. beginning, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Real 90-ish vibe right there, for real. And, I, and it's like, everybody knows the thing. Even if you don't watch anime, like, I still have seen people, like, vibe out to it. Like, I know this song, but I don't know right. where I know it from. I'm like, damn, yeah. So I'm like, okay. For sure, Smile Bomb is the only song that sounded good, not only in uh, Japanese, but in English. Yeah. I will give you that. Like, literally... The song sounded good in English and it sounded good in Japanese. So you know you got you know you got a banger when it's two different languages and it's still slap. So yeah, you're right. It that is a goaded opening, which is fair. Hey, that's a goaded one. So now my number two, I think number two, honestly, number two should be on everybody's top five, in my personal opinion. And number two, I think took a minute. People was like, what is this? But then when it dropped, everybody went crazy. And that's Unravel from Tokyo Ghoul. Tokyo Ghoul, okay. I can mark that. Now, 
I think everybody at one point, if they watch the opening of Tokyo Ghoul, and you already know how it goes, it start off with that that fierce piano, and then that crazy guitar riff, and you're like, okay, <laughs> what we got here? Then they switch, and then it's the like it's all that right so it's all like quiet and then he like damn they in a mood okay and he just singing and then it goes to that that beat slowly drops and then he's like and then he already from there on in you like all right okay this is what they're giving us right they're giving us that that emo japanese rock like okay i'm with it i'm with it and it was memorable because again it started off slow and then it just went, it went literally zero to 100 in like a second. And you're like, damn, okay, that, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that part, right. So I think to- Unravel for Tokyo Ghoul, I mean, it's on a lot of people's top five, not number one. But I mean, like I said, that's my number two. And it brings back memories too. It was, I think it was Stenator's number one. And it's funny how that works, right? Because you think of the past and you think of people that you love that we've lost. And that song always brings back the memory of him. And I remember we had a tournament one year. We did an anime opening tournament back in, I think it was 2019, right before he passed away. And Tokyo Unravel got knocked out in, I think, the quarterfinals. And I remember he lost his marbles. (laughs) He lost his marbles, which was fair because it was like, really? It got knocked out at a point where it shouldn't have got knocked out because the next round, Whatever song that was got like completely massacred. So it was like, yeah, the um, finals end up being um, funny by the same by the, the same director. It ended up being um, Tank by Cowboy Bebop versus Battle Cry by Samurai Champion. So that's, that was that was those are two golden openings from there yeah. on in. So you already know, like, okay, well, hell, those are and mind you, just happen to be from the same the, the same director. So yeah. obviously the the guy knows how to he knows how to choose his music. So most of most of the people that have uh slapping songs, they and they're they do it right and they mm-hmm. keep it. I've I've noticed a lot of these animes, they they're like, I'm not sure if this is the right intro. So they switch it. But when you know you got a go to one, you let it play. Yeah, you just like, <laughs> you let it ride. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, Yu Yu Hakusho is like 150 episodes, and they're like, nope, nope. <laughs> they're not touching a single. <laughs> like, there's no reason to switch it. Like, yeah, yeah. man, that, that's why that's why I had a problem with um, Inferno from Fire mm. being switched. That's what. That's okay. on my list. Fire, Fire, Inferno is on my list. Okay, okay. I was so mad when they switched that. I was like, this is the perfect. Intro. Inferno oh. was good by by Mrs. Green Apple. Inferno was was good. I, I give it that. Oh. But I'll be honest, when they switched to Mayday, I, I mean, when they switched to Mayday, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't, I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. But by episode two, I was screaming with that song because I was like, this is a whole vibe. Inferno was goaded, and then Mayday was. I think when they switched, it took a second because everybody was like, man, Inferno was, was smooth. So why they switched to this? But by like episode like two or three, I think everybody was vibing with it too. So I mean that that's a solid, solid one two punch right there. Yeah. And I I got one anime that I know for sure that has goaded openings just straight on through. We'll get to that though in a minute. What was your number two? Your number two. My number two all time mm. for me, and this is like a personal favorite of mine, is okay, uh, okay. the second season of Norgami. It's called Hey Kid. Ooh! <laughs> okay, I, I know about that. Hey, that 
Okay, that that comes on in a nice way, and I know about that. So, um, the that was called um, hey, I forgot how I said it. It's like her, I don't know who Haruka. Hey, kids, that is by the Oral Cigarettes. Yes, yeah. I know the bands that do the opening songs. I listen to them too much on Spotify or on my own playlist, so I know majority of bands that do openings because I listen to them not only their opening songs, but I listen to their other songs on different albums. So yeah, I'm. I know which band it. Yeah, by so that was um I can't never say the first words, so I'm not gonna try, but Hey Kids by the Oral Cigarettes. That was it was a catchy one too. That was how'd you feel about Noragami's first opening though? Cause that one was good too. I thought it was good, but that second one I was like Yeah, the second, the second. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like when when the intro changes, you always like, Oh, okay, that's different. But like I was in the uh, I was in the kitchen and I was uh, I had my phone set up. And I was washing dishes, and then there was a different intro. I turned my water, my faucet mm-hmm. off. I'm like, huh? I was like, okay, okay, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And I was yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all right, all right. It is a personal favorite of mine. I love that. One. Yeah, no, that, that hey, that's a solid choice because that's so like Noragami is an already underrated anime as is, yeah, but yeah. the the music itself was good. Mm-hmm. They, they had good. Not to mention um, the fight when. Um, is it Yuto? I think that's the main character. Mm-hmm. Or Yuta? Yeah. When he fights with his sword, the fight, his fight music is done by Lotus Juice. And Lotus Juice, if you ever get to hear this podcast, dog, I appreciate and love you because you have been on some of the most dopest tracks in anime that I've ever known. Not only did you kill it when you did the persona music, which is a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day, but you've done some of the goldest anime like character things that i know and trust me when we get the soundtracks lotus juice will be brought back up but man i love lotus juice work his work is dope man but yeah he did the um the fight music for uh like when uh, yuta starts to use his sword mm-hmm. and it's a crazy it's oh man it's so crazy but it just slaps so hard like you like okay Yuta about the fight i hear that song all right we about to get at it like i know where this is going so yeah nor got me solid. So I think I'm a, I'm gonna do three. I ain't, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna do too much, but I'm gonna do three. Oh. So my third one, I'm, I'm gonna just stop at three, and then we can talk about anime soundtracks. But hey, if you want to keep going, I'll let no, you do. I would just do. name random songs. <laughs> <laughs> we could do that too. But um, number three is near and dear to my heart, and it's from one of my favorite anime. So of course it's gonna be a little bit obvious, and that's Colors, which is the opening to Code Geass. Okay. Now, Colors is done by Flow. Flow is a pretty like popular band. It's, it's, yeah, it's a popular band. Mm-hmm. But I think what caught me for colors is the intro fit, the, the very, very beginning of the intro. It comes off with those trumpets, and you hear that that do 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 do. So you hear the trumpets come on, right? And you're like, where's this going? And then you just hear that gee boom, whoa, that guy. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is where we go with this. And yeah. so it was catchy. It fit the mood of what Kogias is going to. Could you hear the trumpets and you hear the like it it reminded you of like military slash like um like I don't know like drumline fanfare. You're like, okay, this sounds like some stuff that you know you would wake up to or that you would okay when it's talking about you know wars and stuff. You're like, okay, this fits. And just the way they slow it down, the imagery also went perfect with it. But um colors yeah colors just came on and you just like man it's energy when you hear colors so that had that and they did switch the intro on code gs and the second intro was pretty fire too but colors is classic man like 
as soon as you hear that beginning, you hear that gene boom, whoa, you like, all right, I know where this is. So, like, literally, I could say hashtag gene boom, whoa, and if I type in gene boom, whoa, and Google right now, Code Geass opening number one immediately. Like, there's no doubt. So, obviously, that song stands out. And like I said, the song is just fire from start to finish. So, what can I say about that? Uh, what's your What's your third? What's your third? I, I raise your flow. And I get okay. Fighting dream. For, uh, ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, okay. that was a nice little banger too. I that that I, I think honestly it might. So if we're going into Naruto openings, Fighting Dreamers is pretty iconic because I think it's that it's that blend of English lyrics and that you know English and Japanese lyrics, mm-hmm. and people can sing along with it, especially us because we know we can. We are fighting dreamers. We can all sing along to that. We might not know the rest of it, but you know we're going to get our fighting dreamers in there because we know what that is. So. It's a banger. Yeah. It is. It is. I think I feel that openings that I, I noticed that's happening a lot more now. Like either their songs are in full English, mm-hmm. which is dope. Like one of the songs um, from, I think it was um, Ari from Winter. Um, the whole song was in English. Mm-hmm. And so you can literally sing along the lyrics and know what was being said. And the song was already fire. So you're like, okay, this is dope. But I see that happening a lot more. One of the best Isekai bands out there is um, Mithroid. And they do a lot of songs where they have that part English, part um, part Japan mix. And they come with it. Like Mithroid comes with it. They did the opening for, um, uh, no, they did the ending for Saga of Tanya the Evil. They also did the um, ending song for the movie of Saga of Tanya the Evil. They did, I think, two openings for RE0. They did um, the opening to Cautious Hero, which was absolutely a banger. Like, oh, man. That, whoo, that, was, that, that was a good opening when, when Cautious Hero came on. But Myth and Roy, like, I consider them, like, when you want an Isekai song done, you go to Myth and Roy. When you want just an opening banger, you go to Lisa. Like, you know what I mean? There's certain artists that you think about when you want a anime song. Like Lisa, Lisa can blow with the best of them. Lisa's still throwing out music to this day. We already know what she did with Demon Slayer opening. Mm. My God. Like, that thing sold so good in Japan that the next year after the first season of Demon Slayer, it was still breaking records. Mm. Hmm. And I mean, the song, the, the song was good. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. when it's Lisa on the track, you, you know, it's almost like, Mike Will made it. Like, we're talking about, like, okay, when a good person is singing the song, you're like, okay. But when Lisa hops on the track, you're like, oh, damn. Mm-hmm. They coming with some, some some fire fire. And so Lisa, of course, I mean, Lisa done done some intros, her damn self, that I think are super iconic. Even for anime we never heard of. You hear the song, you be like, damn, she did the intro to um, Fate Zero. Oh, you like, damn. I was there you go. Fate Zero yesterday. Yeah, that 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 first song, like you hear it mm-hmm. when Lisa come on, you be like, oh, oh, man, that is her. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm See, you, you, you hear it, you start thinking about you like, yeah, that's Lisa. <laughs> like that's, that's Lisa her. for you. Okay. Yeah, that's you know, her. I haven't watched any other face yet, so I was watching. Mm-hmm. I was binging all of the face, so I'm binging Face Zero. I'm like on episode sixteen or something. So I'm okay. I'm getting there. Face Zero. Fate Zero's good. Go ahead and finish that off. Oh yeah, I, I'm going to. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah, going to. Like go and push through that one all the way. Trust are beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, oh, and it looks nice. Yeah. That's see, Fate Zero gets you addicted onto like that the animation because Fate Zero, and then they call it um, 
fate um unlimited blade works or what some people say unlimited budget works because unfoldable touched that Mm -hmm. so we already know what unfoldable does when it comes to anime so that little key gets people hooked into the fate series because the animation is so good so yeah go go and finish that fate zero because that that's a good one so how did you like uh mob psycho 100 the countdown never okay never been okay in my life no i and see and, and again they did that in English, which was dope. And I didn't know that literally the majority of the song was in English because I couldn't understand the lyrics at first, mm-hmm. except the count part. You know what I mean? 31, 32. Like, you know, you don't know until obviously they start counting. But the majority of those lyrics are in English. Mm-hmm. And both the first intro to Mob and then season two were also, they all were in English. And you're like, hey, this song is low key. So, no, they. Mob Psycho for sure had two openings mm-hmm. that fit the theme of that anime for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. just the whole fact that they counting throughout the whole thing, you like, bro, what's the name of the anime? Mob Psycho 100. Oh, they counting to 100? Ah, oh, bro, hold on. Like, okay, y'all low key goaded for doing this. Like, respect. But, and they literally, the artist that named it is called the Mob Choir. They brought a whole choir to sing the song. Like, come on now. Like, that that's a whole other thing. Like you get choir singing the song. Like that's just like the intro to um, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Ooh, like come on, man! They they brought they brought a choir they brought a choir in to sing the opening. Like you know it's some golden stuff when you got the uh you got the choir in the background just just harmonizing. It starts off slow. It's yeah, <laughs> it is just like the anime too, because the anime start off slower and then all hell breaks loose. So I'm like, y'all did that intro on purpose, yeah. like that, because once that intro gets started, you like, oh, hell. Mm-hmm. okay, this is a catchy ass song with the choir in the background. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that makes sense. What um, what else do we got? Yo, you wanted to do full on soundtracks, huh? Oh, uh, we could do soundtracks because I got top five sound anime soundtracks. We could do those too. So, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know too much as far as full soundtracks. Full soundtracks, okay. it would be Samurai Shampoo, Cowboy Bebop. Okay, okay. And then that after that, it would just be like onesies and twosies songs or whatever. That all right? It wouldn't be actually full soundtracks that I would. Have. Well, I got you because some of the soundtracks I'm gonna say you're gonna already know. You're gonna think about it and be like, okay, I can see why that one. So. Of course, number one, we already know Cowboy, I mean not Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Shampoo. Not going to go into it because I already talked enough about it, but R.I.P. Nujibest, the man made the soundtrack of my life. Simple as that. Literally, I vibe so much to that soundtrack. I literally listen to it weekly. So I ain't going to go into number one too much. Now, number two is an underrated gem for what it did, but it's still a solid soundtrack. I'm talking about from track one all the way to track, like, I think like 20-something. All the way through, good, and that's from K Project. Oh now, yeah, K Project <laughs> had music, and you know what I liked about it? It didn't stick to a direct genre. Like it went from techno, then it went to like a hip hop turn. Like when they were like when the um the not the I guess the Red Gang, we'll just say it like that. When they went into Team Red, like they were in a cafe. And I saw how they made the mood to it, and I was like, okay, it's got a little bit of bass to it, too. And then I remember they went to Team Green, and it went smooth jazz to, like, smooth jazz to hip-hop. And I'm like, okay. And the whole soundtrack from one to, like, literally when the fight songs came on, I feel like I was in a club raving. I was like, bro, 
they did some magic with this soundtrack. And literally, it's such a vibe that literally I could just throw it on as chill music in the background. And people would be like, oh, what's this? It's nice. And I'm like, bro, if an anime soundtrack got random, people would be like, hey, this is nice. I, I'm a, I'm a, I feel this move. Mm-hmm. Then you know you've done something well because you won't ever find out that it's an anime soundtrack unless you do the research. So K-Project had that in, that whole soundtrack from 1 to like 20-something. They had fire. So you, K-Project is solid. Cannon um, Buzzers had a nice uh, soundtrack too, actually. Oh, I was actually man, surprised. Like I, I knew that they had like the OP and uh, outro but when mm-hmm. they released the whole soundtrack. I was like, okay, they they. Were- I was mad too because I was on Cannabusters' head. Like I was hashtagging Cannabusters and atting Cannabusters. Like when y'all gonna give me my soundtrack? <laughs> like not their soundtrack. When y'all gonna give me my soundtrack? Because y'all playing. Like I need to hear this open in full. I need the full soundtrack because this is a whole ass move. Mm-hmm. And it took them like a year or something to drop it. And I'm like, man, y'all playing game. Then they finally dropped it. And I'm like, okay. I guess I got tired of me nagging y'all on Twitter because I'm yeah. like, bro, drop the Cannon Buster soundtrack and quit playing with my soul. For real. Yeah, like, I, I, was, I, I was really, like, literally bugging the hell out of them on Twitter. So I know they was like, God damn. Yeah. At least that one guy leaves us alone. <laughs> yeah. For real. They had the, um, what they call it? They called it low budget Rihanna on there. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's cold. <laughs> they got a little bit of reality going on. <laughs> like, hey, it ain't wrong for that. But that's all. Hey, but hey, her lyrics was that taking me higher, higher. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like when she started singing, though, it was like okay, got a little bit. Yeah, she got a little bit of soul in that voice. I'm feeling it. Okay, but yeah, no, nah, the opening for sure. The Cannon Busters. I think everybody was like, yeah, this is it. This is not big pop. I think on my countdown that year for Cannabusters, I think I had the opening at number four. I do not remember all the songs that came out that year. I have a list that I can go into, but I think I had Cannabusters either at number four, number three, or number two that year. I can't remember what song I had for number one. I'll, I'll look it up though. As we talk. You know, uh, yeah, who had a banger? Uh, Dororo. Hey, Dororo. <laughs> hey, and so what I found out it's um. I thought it was a um I did not know. I got to hear that song. They have this thing called the um I either it's called the first take or the first voice, where the artist comes in and basically sings it just off the rip. Mm-hmm. And I got to see that and I was like, bro. Uh and if I'm not mistaken, I might be politically correct saying that. I believe it was a young um a young man that was transitioning to being a young woman. Correct. And so when I heard the song, I thought it was a young woman. Mm-hmm. When I found out, I was like, "Oh, okay." I was incorrect. I apologize. You know, let me clear. Let me clear up my 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 take. And when I got to see her perform that, I was like, "Ooh, that shit gave me goosebumps." I was like, "Damn!" I could see the passion and, and soul coming out of that song. And that song, yeah, yeah, that. The the Roro had a good song yeah, as the opening. Yeah, body as the over. Like I was like, okay, like literally, you know, when you, like if the song catches you in the first five seconds, nine times out of ten, you probably gonna like. Like that's I think that's a trait. Like some songs take a little bit longer to to get to you because they, you know they have a slower opening. Like for example, you know, I said Koki yes, it starts off a little slow, but when the trumpets start, you're like, all right, I'm in. But yeah. Like lyrics like that, party is it over? You like, oh shit, it's about to be it. Like, hey, go <laughs> like you watching the TV screen, like, hey, get it there, get it, go on then. Stood up and start clapping. I'm like, okay, 
right. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. That, that <laughs> for real. That, that one was that one was lit. Um. So I got one for you. So my third soundtrack, and I think you're gonna automatically know when you th- when you think of it, you're gonna be like, yeah, you're right. My third soundtrack is the Soul Eater soundtrack. Okay. Now, now I'm gonna I'm gonna show you how much heat was in the Soul Eater soundtrack. First, you had to open it, which was Resonance, right? Mm-hmm. So you remember Resonance, how it came on. It was a little technical. But everybody remembers the Soul Eater soundtrack for the opening, the second opening. Why? Because that was Paper Moon. Mm-hmm. And Paper Moon was that opening. Like, it fit the vibe of the anime. Like, it gave you this, like, dark undertone that fits how dark and gritty Soul Eater was. And it fit too perfectly. But not only that, just dive into the Soul Eater soundtrack. Like certain so, like the character themes, goaded. I don't even remember Maka's own theme, which is the main character. But I for damn sure remember Soul's theme. Mm-hmm. Soul, you know, if you remember Soul played on the piano and stuff like that as a character. Yeah. And they made Soul's theme like this laid back jazz type theme. So you're listening to it and you hearing again, my man Lotus Juice on the on the lyrics, you're hearing Lotus Juice flow to like this jazz slash piano. You're like, hey, this is it. But wait. That wasn't even the best theme. The hardest theme was Deaf the Kids. Okay. Deaf the Kid, when he came onto the show, all you heard was a guitar riff. And then you just hear this grunge, right? And then here come Deaf the Kid. You know how it is. Oh, you like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is in the middle of a fight. Hey, you, you can't come this hard on the track. And Lotus used to start gassing. You like, whoa. It made Deaf the Kid instantly your favorite character because it was the first time that they really introduced him to fight and he got out his guns he's sitting there in that pose and then you hear the lotus juice track dropping you like hey hey okay all right it, it, black it, star work <laughs> it, 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 hey, for real and black star had a nice song too so they did the characters themes different so if i'm not mistaken death the kid had like a hip-hop vibe mm-hmm. Black Star had a rock metal vibe, and Death Stars was dope. Like his his um opening, literally, dudes just screaming on the track, straight up just screaming. He's angry on the track, which reminds you of how Black Star is. And so Black Star just like out there just fighting everybody, just because Black Star always wanted that smoke. Anyway, Black Star, mind you, Black Star is a dope name as is anyway for an anime character. Like Black Star, and he fit his mold because Black Star was getting active. But the entire soundtrack for Soul Eater was like, okay, there is some heat behind this. And just even just certain battle songs and stuff, like, there was a lot of songs that if you go back and listen to it, you'd be like, bro, that song was good. Like, literally, there's a solid, like, 10, 15 songs where you're like, okay. Even when they went into the second season and made new songs, it was like, oh, these are good, too. So, for sure, Soul Eater is that my third soundtrack of, like, I can listen to that still to this day and just be like, all right, this is a movie. Like, Soul Eater soundtrack made me want to drive fast. So I can't be putting that on all the time. I ain't trying to get the ticket. But. Uh, what about, ooh, if we, continue, if we call this a soundtrack, because I think it's kind of cheating, but JoJo's Bizarre okay. Adventure has real music as their. Oh, yeah, because, okay, so, and right, because the ending to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure was Roundabout. Which is an old school, like, I think, 80s song. Right, 80s, just rock band. And it was a mood, though. Like, I remember I heard it in a pizza shop one day, and I was like, oh, we going there, pizza shop? 
And I'm just the whole time I'm just singing along in my head and like, okay, they got roundabout playing. Don't nobody know why I'm singing this song. Even the pizza people looking at me like, I didn't just gotta know this song. And I'm like, bro, I watched Joe. Like, trust you me. Got- but not to mention that Egypt. they had Joe at on the track. Dog. I'm getting there. I was like, I know you. I know you want to talk about it. Go ahead. You can talk was, about that. But at first, I was like, oh, they got walk like an Egyptian. And I was like, I was gonna. Yeah. I was yeah. All like, but then they had. <laughs> yeah. The Jodeci track is like the Jodeci track, though. When that came on, because I was watching it on my uh, fire stick. Uh, but uh, mm. so when I was watching it, and then that theme came on, I was like, "All right, so they're just putting anything on here or whatever." So I, because I, right. I thought it was a mistake. So I was like, "All right, they, they trolling yeah. me, right?" You think they 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 trolling me I was straight like, up? Well, I shouldn't be watching it illegally. I should be watching it. Right. <laughs> but then the next episode came and it was playing it again. I was like, "Yo." Is this the outro for real? I, I remember, I remember when it, uh, when they started playing that. Uh, was that um, that was the fourth season of JoJo, right? When they were playing no, it was that? part five, part five. So it's part five. So it's Golden Wind. I remember when they start playing Golden Wind on Toonami, and everybody lost their shit. And I remember they were on Twitter just completely going crazy. They're like, "Dog, y'all really got Jodeci as the ending song." And I remember, you know, for. For us, you know, as being two African-American brothers, really? when you hear anything that represents you in an anime that's literally based in Japan, you're like, hold on, I represent, I relate to that. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you hear Jodeci. You know, Jodeci, your mom and dad listened to Jodeci at one point. And now you're hearing Jodeci being played in the back of an anime. And you're like, whoa. And I think, I don't, I don't know if it was a troll job at one point. If they was like, dog, we just go put it on to see how people vibe to it and see if they mm-hmm. like it. And it just stayed stayed with it when they got the reviews. It was really good. Rocky but is, for mm-hmm. real. But a Rocky, uh, apparently he listens to a lot of uh, a Western music or whatever. So that, he said yeah. that's how he learned how to speak English. He just through, oh. through music. He just kept listening to music. And- hey, I, I've, I've learned how to, how to speak and say Japanese through a lot of anime music. So I, I can relate to him yeah. on that, for real. Like. How- it, it is. It is true. When you listen to a lot of it, you you start figuring out words, and you're like, "Man, wait a minute. I, okay, this actually works." So I understand where you. And then uh, the theme, of course, you got Giorno's theme and shit. Oh, I'm, oh <laughs> gosh! Most of saxophones hit you like, all right, <laughs> come, come on, man, right, bro? Just when the piano yeah. hit, like I'm a sucker for a piano in an anime song as is anyway. Mm-hmm. But then when you give me a piano and a bass, ah, oh, I'm losing my shit. Like nine times out of ten, you got me already. But for real, you hear that do do Like as soon as you hear that piano, it gets into a whole mood. You like, bro, they can't come harder. And then they come and then this, and then who's the the rapper that remixed it and made the JoJo Pose song? Oh, Apollo, Apollo Fresh. I, got, I was just listening to that song the other day. I was like, dog, Jojo, Pose, Pose. I'm like, hey, hey, this is fire for, for The lyrics might not have been all that. But the fact that he did the remix, I was like, hey, kudos to you. Because low-key, I'm, I'm going to listen to your song because it's catchy as all hell. Like, fire. <laughs> and then, like, the, twi- the TikTok videos that went with it where people were actually yes. it was just too much. It was too far. <laughs> but it hey, but nah, for real, if we're talking about character themes, I, if it's not in your top five, you're not doing yeah. this right. Like if Jerome's theme is not in your top five, I don't no, don't even talk to me at this point, dog. Don't like your your list is invalid immediately, dog. Like it doesn't matter 
it don't matter what your five was. It's invalid unless Journal Steam is in it. Like it's completely invalid. I heard Stone Ocean is fire. So the people, the I people that read the manga, they said Stone Ocean is fire. And I'm just thinking, how do they top? I don't. You know what? <laughs> I don't think they're going to top it, dog. Really? Like, I don't know what they're going to do to try to top that theme because, low key, the JoJo themes are already iconic within itself, mm-hmm. right? Because when you would hear Jotaro's and you're like, okay, Jotaro's theme is classic just because it's like, all right, somebody about to get the ass. Mm-hmm. You know, low key, when you hear the character theme, somebody getting gassed no matter what. Somebody about to get smoked. But Jotaro's theme was classic just because of how it was. And um, is it Josuke? Yeah. Which is Josuke. the fourth one? Josuke's theme was like a mix of Jotaro's, which was dope as is anyway. But when Geronos came on, you like, dog, like, I I literally flipped and I heard that sound. I was just like, dog, just like you said, when you hear the saxophone, this is a rap, dog. Like, y'all, y'all didn't even have to go that hard on the song. It was already good as is, but you throw in these fire saxophones. And you know, his, like, uh, his endings are going through the decades. So that, so that yeah. means Stone Ocean is going to be 2000. So I'm right. wondering and what then, track. <laughs> hey, right. And it's a 2000 track. So, what, he going to give us some DMX at the end? RIP DMX. But you know what I mean? He going to give us some fire fire at the end? I'm you curious. Know what you know I what I mean? always wanted as an ending for a song? I would want them to start with Nate Dogg. And it goes, hold up. Wait. And then oh. as soon as he says, <laughs> stay tuned to the next episode. The episode. The end it ends. I think that would be so fire for an outro. Awesome. But I'm like, I might need to save that for myself if I can come up with something. <laughs> right. He's like, look, I might have to keep the, throw that in the back pocket real quick. Like, yeah, I don't think everybody should know that one. I'm curious, but now you got me thinking because, right, you said it's 2000. So what two – it got to be – I think it's since it's, it's um, Stone Ocean with um, Jolene. It has to be an anime. It has to be a song from a woman, right? It has to be, right? Because it's Jolie. I mean, so, 2000, well, you know what, some Missy Elliott or something? Get Your Freak On would be crazy. Oh, get man. Get Your Freak On would be crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Like, you know what I mean? I'm trying to think 2000s artists, like, woman artists in 2000. And it got to be a popular song that everybody knows. So It's got to be Missy. Huh? Man. Missy would be solid. I'm, I don't, I can't really think of too many 2000s. It artists would be like Missy, Ja Rule, those are the hot ones, DMX. Uh, there, there's no way they can afford Jay Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah afford right. Jay-Z. The royalties behind yeah. that. I mean, a Beyonce song would be hot too. The but I behind what, that too, like, I mean, what it maybe a Destiny's Child song? Still, I, I right. I, it's so many options. We'll we'll all get to find yeah. out when that that ending drop for the first well, episode. We're gonna be something like, right. we never thought either. It's gonna be something. It we not. Or we're never gonna figure it out. It's gonna be an artist. We'd be like, okay, I see what well, he did. That. And we'll Mess never around know. and be one republic or something like they just <laughs> throw you <laughs> like oh okay I see what you did there. <laughs> all right, well then Stone uh, is it Still Ball Run is in the 2010s, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so then Still Ball Run they'll have their choice of any song at that point. Yeah, so, I believe they're hey, doing every decade. Me. They're doing a different decade each. In That's what I've noticed at least. They do a different decade each. Right. So then if Jolie's is in the 2000s, then, yeah, Still Ball Run, which would be the next arc after that, would be 2010. So they will have their choice for damn near any song imaginable at that point. It ain't no telling what they do. Crazy. Um, another – oh, wait. It's on you. Huh? I did uh... – uh, No, I mean, I just oh, – oh, yeah, my fourth soundtrack. Um, 
my fourth soundtrack is sort of near and dear to my heart, and that's Air Gear. Ooh, okay. um, <laughs> Air Gear had vibes the whole time you watched Air Gear. Yeah. And from the opening, the opening was catchy as all hell. What was the name of the opening? Um, ooh, I'm drawing a blank. And I just had, I was just listening to Air Gear actually in the car heading, heading home to do this recording. So Air Gear was a vibe. And I think what it was, it was just that it was chill enough that you could just cruise to it. But it also had like chill songs. Like, for example, um, Strutter's Cruise, which was just a vibe song. Like, literally, they had the organ in the background and do, 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 do. And it just vibed. It had an organ with a little bit of piano in the background. And you're like, hey, this is a, like, li- literally, it was a nice day outside. It's like 75 degrees, blue skies. I'm like, hey, this is some cruise music right here. The name of the song was Strutter's Cruise. So I'm like, bro, this is just chill music you can drive to. And yeah, it had like, it had like a '90s old school vibe, but it had modern beats to it. So I'm like, okay, this is pretty mm-hmm. dope. And Air Gear, like I said, the whole soundtrack is good. Like it was only like a 26 soundtrack, like yeah, 26 songs on the soundtrack. But anything from beginning to end was just it was lit, and it all fit the craziness that was Air Gear within itself. Air Gear needs a reboot. Let me let me go on my soapbox for a minute. Air Gear needs a reboot. Air Gear ended at such a good point where it was like, dang, we're not going to get another season, and it shut off. And they gave us OVAs for Air Gear, but the OVAs jumped so far ahead where they, um, where the anime ended that some people was like, wait, what happened here? And so I feel that Air Gear deserves a fair reboot, maybe on its 20th anniversary, some studio picks it up. And I think people watch, watch Air Gear now. Air Gear was sort of a little bit before its time, now you got a lot of anime, like for example, Skate the Infinity, mm-hmm. skateboarding anime. Uh, you're starting to get some of the uh, animes that talk about sports a whole lot more. So why not Air Gear? Air Gear, I think, would bring everybody out. It has a ridiculous main character that's pretty dope. It had its little etchy moments yeah, too, cold, which made it even crazier within itself. Man, yeah. Man it, mind you, they were random at that, but it fit perfectly because the moment that you was watching it. It had a cast of characters that was dope. All the teams were dope. All the different squads and rival games were dope. I thought the embols were hella dope as well. I actually, I just reminded me, the embol for Sleeping Forest, I had on my car. And I'm just on my old car. And that reminds me that I now have to go order an embol of Sleeping <laughs> Forest. And I thought that was one of the dope things. It was like basically slapping decals on, on your turf. You know what I mean? And I thought that was dope. But yeah, literally on my car, I had an all-black emblem that said Sleeping Forest from Air Gear. And I'm now that I'm reminded, I'm like, yeah, I got to go get that and put that on my new car. But yeah, I thought I, the concept of Air Gear was dope. It made you be like, man, Elon Musk, you really want to make some money? Don't make these like rollerblades that allow you to basically skate at like 30 to 40 miles per hour. Come talk to me, dog. Like, come talk to me at that point. You have everybody flying around at full tilt acting crazy if you make some some stuff like this. Like, you make some anime stuff real, dog. Yeah, you you want to talk about having a, a community base loving you? Trust me, you go crazy. But Air Gear soundtrack-wise was for sure a banger. Just chill. It had one of the, probably the most chillest anime, like, just songs in general called Overcool. And if you want to talk about a mood, like, it's, like, they made our versions of this song just to throw in the background. That's how chill it was. And, yeah, it was just... Just one dope ass soundtrack. Eric needs a reboot. That's that's my number four. Okay. I'm about to say I, I know it got a cult following. Every time, every time people say yeah. underrated anime, Air Gear is the number one that they say is underrated. So 
I know it's got that nice cult following. Um, it it directly needs a, a reboot for sure. Um, I'm gonna go Gurren Lagann. And guess what was my number five? <laughs> <laughs> Gurren Lagann's my number five. I love it when a plan works together, dog. Yes, Gurren Lagann was my number five, and. I think I've talked about this before, but Gurren Lagann just had songs after songs after songs. Like, first you got the opening, Sorario yeah. Days by, I can't even remember her name. I'm drawing a blank, but I love her. I was trying to actually go see her in concert. She came to Anime Expo back in 2016, and I did not buy the tickets on time, and I missed her performance. And she performed the theme song to Gurren Lagann. <laughs> I, 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 grown man shed tears because I was like, dog, ain't no telling how this might not ever happen again. And I missed her performing my one of my favorite openings. And it was like, wow, like Sorario Days is just such a good ass song. Just a vibe. Just as soon as you hear the guitar riff come on, and then as soon as she starts singing, you're like, dog, this is a whole ass mood. Like, we really going to get this for 25 episodes? Yes. yes you gonna are. You're gonna I enjoy. love that. You are not going to change it. We're going to let y'all vibe to it. But not only that, you just had iconic ass song. Raw, raw, fight the power. Like you had hella iconic fucking songs. Do do the untouchable, beat the unbeatable. Raw, raw, fight the power. Hey, what you gonna do? Say, I'm sorry. It, I, oh man, that's that's my song. I remember I had a, a vibe one day where I just listened to that soundtrack probably for about a song. Yeah. It has some good ass songs, and it had it had your hip hop. It had your complete hardcore metal, which I thought was dope within itself. Like the different characters, like Kamiya, uh, Kamina was, I think, Raw Raw Fight the Power. That was literally mm-hmm. his character thing. Um, but Videl, the um, the beastman that he was fighting, had this hardcore metal song that was dope as hell. And I remember because on the track, the DJ is scratching hella hard. But it has got a beat to it. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is a character thing? And so when the beat drop and the guitar start grunging, you're like, oh, wow, okay, and this is a character thing? But not only that, it had hella iconic music. Like when Gurren Lagann, tra- or not Gurren Lagann, but when the robot transforms, it has one iconic-ass song that it you, just sounds like you can hear the fucking robot transforming to be mm-hmm. something bigger. And yeah, man, it, it was a vibe listening to those. It had the blend of hip-hop, it had your jazz blend, it had basses drumming, it had your, your rocking, it had your metal to it. Gurren Lagann had a solid set. That's my number five. So, hey, you said mine hey, before I could even get I like to it. That. So. I like that. That means we're on the same page. <laughs> we we on the same wavelength. So, we we you, you said for sure, I know you mentioned um, Gurren Lagann. You also said Samurai Shampoo, which is understandable. Um, name a soundtrack that might just be, well, no, let me not do a soundtrack because I remember you said soundtracks are sort of, mm-hmm. you know, uh, off and on, but Name a song that you feel everybody should have to hear to. Uh, it can be anime opening or it, ooh, I'll let you. I'll let you go. Opening, then I'm gonna go erased. The opening. Ooh, we talking about uh okay Asian Kung Fu Generation. Okay, Riri. The name of the song is R E R E. Okay, I know now what you're talking about. And then if we do outro, Naruto outro is called Win. Oh no, you know. Win. Beautiful, man. Shit is deep. Let me let me Win. let me play it real quick because Uh, you think I could pick it up? Can you think no wait, wait. We gotta be careful because if you play it too long, we might get caught right. by the 
the DM, yeah, the DMCA. So we, we gotta be cautious. You can play it for maybe like ten play, seconds. Play, we'll play it on okay. yours. I'll press mute on your thing and then play it real quick so you can hear it and then press pause. Oh, you got well, okay. Well, tell, tell me about it real quick as I listen to it. What's the name wind. of it? It's the first Naruto in Very first. Oh well, see if you talk about Naruto endings, it gotta be Bluebird. I've, I, it gotta be opening. It gotta oh, be Bluebird. Wow. Sorry, Bluebird is. Hey, come on now, like Bluebird is so iconic. Like, oh my goodness, I, I'm, gonna play, so I'm gonna nice. mute my my mic real quick so I can hear it, and then you know. Oh, I do remember this one. Okay, and that flute. Okay, I do remember that one. We yeah, okay. Like that. That's a good I feel ending. Like that's one that everybody needs to know. Let me play this. That's a yeah. good ending. Okay, I think if it's Naruto for opening, it gotta be the opening. Um, the group name is um, Kanaboom, and it gotta be the one that um, uh, I, if I start singing it, oh, you'll no, know it. I, but I'll it's play, the one I'll where play. Naruto's running. When Naruto's running and he goes from young Naruto to full fledged like Okage, and everybody knows, right? Okay, everybody knows that one for sure is is a good opening. And then, like I said, Bluebird, because Bluebird, listen, I know Soda. Like Bluebird was classic. Like I think Bluebird, everybody remembers Bluebird because it's just like, like. I think it reminds you of the moment that they were dealing with, and that was around the Asuna fight. So you're like, damn, like, you if you watch Naruto, you know what's going to happen. So you're yes. like, oof. But it, everybody remembers Bluebird because that was the song that was playing during that moment in Naruto. So it's like, and that's, was that, that's Shudapin, right? Yeah. That was Naruto Shudapin. Yeah, so, yeah, so everybody remembers Bluebird because of that. And like I said, the one song by Kanaboom when it's, studied, like, at that part, because the intro, the imagery with it. Like, you see Naruto going from little kid Naruto running to full-fledged, like, a step below Hokage running with, like, mm-hmm. Rasengan. And you're like, okay, that that imagery alone reminds you of that kind of song. What about so, Naruto? Don't, don't, don't. Oh, we talking about One Piece. You don't even have to say what's after that. That's that. Listen, when you can hum or sing a song and, and you immediately know what song it is. As soon as that comes on, I get, like I get just, chills. I'm like, oh shit, some shit popping up. Right. It's when you it's, it's when you it's the yeah. serious song. Because when you hear that, either the anime is going off or somebody no, about that, to get And you like my most memorable listen. moment from that thing is they pick up uh they pick up um What's his name? Usopp. Because he just got his ass beat by the uh, Frankie family. And then they're walking. They're doing that oh, three-man oh. walk to that Frankie house. And that thing, <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's about, it's about to go there. If I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, that is also the theme song they play when Luffy decides during Harlem Park, where they got that iconic pose, and it's like he puts the hat on Nami, tells Nami, I got you. And then it's Zoro, Usopp, and um, Sanji, and they all got that iconic pose. Yeah. Like, let's get it. And if I'm not mistaken, that's the song too. That's that somebody about to get their ass beat song. And it's 
it's fucking legendary at this point because the song's been 25 out for like years. <laughs> 25 years and you know the song and just like you said, as soon as you start humming, I'm like, oh, we talking about One Piece, eh? Like, we talking about One Piece, eh? That's that. All right, somebody about to get their ass whoops. Like, and the you episode know in with the boom. It's a big old headache. You're like, oh, okay. Somebody about to get their ass whoops either this episode or yeah. next episode. So guaranteed. the episode that I got caught up on on One Piece was um, when I actually got up to date. Was the episode where um mm-hmm. my man Peekums gets shot in the back by uh Mage? Ooh, that's Hulk no, no, that's Zo, Zo. He, uh, oh, Zo, yeah, Mage that's right. Lit his his ass up and like so. I was binging it on a deployment, so this is my first time ever watching One Piece, and I'm like, okay, that shit was okay. tight, and I'm like, all right, next, <laughs> next. Wait, wait, next. I was like, hold on, wait. I like. Everybody talking about how long this show yeah. is, and I'm caught up. And I was like, once you start going, see, that's what people fail to realize when it comes to One Piece. Once you get into One Piece and you start like actually joining, it's like you're almost part of the crew. You're just watching it mm-hmm. from their perspective. And once you start getting into it, I think everything, honestly, from Arlon Park on through, yes. probably has you hooked. And I think it's because of the emotional the emotional stroll and pressure that comes mm-hmm. with Arlong Park. Because we get to find out how Arlong did Nami, did Nami's sister and did Nami's mom. So when the emotions attached, the stakes are high. And now you get to see some flat out fighting. And you get to see the crew really go in for Nami. And I think Arlong Park should low-key be the point where people are like, alright, I'm sort of hooked. And from there on in, One Piece doesn't slow down. Because after Arlong Park, your major arc after that, if I'm not mistaken, is mm-hmm. Alabaster. No, you, 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 have like the small, you have the small parts because you have like the, um, you end up yeah, gaining so Chopper. So you got the little small part with Chopper. But I think the major arc after, like, after Arlong is Alabaster. Everybody okay, looks at Alabaster major. and they're like, all right. A lot of shit I happened was, in Alabaster. Like, by then, you already, you already didn't gain two other people on the proof. on uh, One Piece when Lucky Rue shot um the mountaineer in the head. Um Lucky Row is uh Shanks is remember? Yep. Shanks Shanks right here, man. The, the yeah, green and white stripes. Like, <laughs> yes, the, the yeah. one that's eating meat while he he literally blasted the dude's <laughs> brains like, out. Right. He like, did you really think he was gonna pull out a gun on my homie? And <laughs> right. Like you gonna pull it out on my cap and think right. I'm not gonna do nothing? Oh, you got shit. As soon as that happened, I was like, I'm on. Man, I remember my One Piece binge. Um, I ended up starting One Piece right around the time that um, I think Luffy was in the Amazon part. So it was right around before the time skip started. So that's when I started. Because I remember the um, place I was watching it on, it was like episode 430 something, 435 mm-hmm. or something. And I was like, damn, this is going to take me forever to catch up on 400 and something episodes. And I remember watching it for two weeks straight and was like, hell no, I'm in this. Like, I, I dove deep into One Piece and was like, man, I caught up right around the time that the time. Yeah, I, 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 so the, the Amazons, he was fighting the Amazons. And I caught up right, I think, either the first or second episode where they all meet back up and they're starting to travel down to Fisherman's Island. That's when I caught up. You really got to watch Ace real time and stuff like that. Yeah, because it was like, 
it was like, okay, I know this isn't really about to happen. Right. And I got to watch all of it. And it was like, there's no way he just got. Yeah. Oh, my God. I already God. knew, but and I so, still watched it. But I didn't know. I didn't yeah. Know. And I had it. Really but I didn't know everybody too. else in that war was going down. I just knew Ace. I was like, oh, okay, Ace is coming. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my asshole friend, I remember he just completely just blurted that out and just ruined that whole mm-hmm. surprise for me. And I remember getting to that part and was like, yeah. Like, I didn't, so I'm thinking about it. The first time I remember, I didn't watch, actually, I said I watched it for two weeks, but I was actually off and on. Because I don't remember truly logging in week by week until I got mm-hmm. to Fisherman's Island. So I got to binge through the war. So I binged through the war. Like, I remember the first time I saw it was at, when he was at Amazon. I remember seeing that. And I think I didn't start it all the way at one episode here, one episode here. And then by the time they was around the Fisherman's, that's when I started the heavy binge. And I was like, okay, 20 episodes here, 30 episodes here. Let's get it. And so that's when I got it. And like I said, right around Fisherman's Islands, when I started watching it from week to week, it was like, oh, yeah. man, this is crazy. I couldn't believe but, I was week to week when that happened. When uh, Peekum, when that shit happened with Peekums, I was like, yo, I was like, yeah. I, I was just like, I want to know if this man out of there or what? You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm right here. And I was, right. I was so mad at myself. I was like, damn. And it's crazy because you think like One Piece went through so many damn arcs at this point. And it's nuts because they're still on. Like, it's possibly that. Um, What arc are they on? The Wano arc might end up being the greatest arc that we've seen so far and one of the longest. But that's not to poo-poo the rest of the arcs because Whole Cake Island was crazy with Sanji. We already know how Zo went down. And then you also have, which I consider the greatest arc at this time, Water 7 slash Ennis Lobby. That's my greatest mm-hmm. arc at this moment. And so you have all that stuff. And that's with Robin, wife, you know, my, yeah. my wife, Nico Robin. Y'all, y'all know how this is, my wife, you know. But I bet. Um, and that's not to mention all the other arcs, such as, like, like I said, Arlong Arc, um, Water 7, you had um, uh, Skypedia. Uh, there's just so many arcs that you've had that now in year 20 of, do- of doing this, literally Oda, or should we call him yeah. Goda at this point, is now doing the Wano arc, and the Wano arc is starting to shape up to possibly be his best arc yet. And my man hasn't even finished the story yet, which We're makes it crazy deep. <laughs> Which means it could be even more stuff that's going to happen. Yeah, no, I'm dog. <laughs> like, yeah, we yeah. can talk about One Piece absolutely forever. Yeah, I'm about to say so let's don't go. Let's yeah, yeah. That, that's a real right, test. So what's your favorite <laughs> anime opening for this spring season so far? Okay, okay. So the spring, like I said, spring lineup wasn't as good to me. I'll be honest. I got a lot of openings from winter that I love. But spring hasn't been that much. I think I got maybe like like three, and I'm leaning more towards I think the opening for How Not to Summon a Demon okay. Lord Season 2. So it's this, like, it's a techno song. So it starts off all, like, upbeat, techno-ish, and then you get the English guy coming on, and he's like, hey, everybody, do it now. And you're like, okay, alright. I can feel the energy oh, when the song come on. That sounds like Death Parade. That's what that's, that's what we I, oh man, by Bradio, Bradio. Oh man, hey, they tricked us on the opening of Death yeah. Parade so much. They had a full energy and was like, "Nah, everybody gonna die." 
<laughs> like that Frey had us fucked up. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, it comes on. It's this energy and she's singing. She's like, boop, boop, boop. Yeah. And then the guy just starts flowing hella hard. And like, like I said, it's like, it's like a Japanese pop rock, but it's for sure modern 2020. Like it, the energy matches with the anime because you're not expecting it. And um, to how not to summon a demon lord is etchy. You know, it's it's uh, isekai etchy with action in it. Not super action, but it's isekai etchy. So, you know, when you when you get etchy songs, normally etchy songs are sort of like about love and, you know, the things you do while you're in love and, you know, sexual intervals because that's what etchy is. But like I said, the track comes on just pure popish, and I'm like, bro, I'm feeling it. Like, I like the vibe of this song. Like, when you hear it, you're like, it's energy. And it's just like, one, the hook is like, everybody, everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. I Like, the energy of the song makes you like, okay, I'm getting ready for this this anime, and I'm feeling the energy. So, for sure, it's a vibe when hearing that. Um, Aruma Kun Season 2 also has an opening that fits its anime perfectly. And its anime is sort of like that poppy feel, too, but it fits the whole Demon School, Aruma Kun vibe, because it's by the same figure that did the first opening uh, back, I think, last year or the year before last. So that one's a vibe. Not much, not as much as to How Not to Summon the Demon Lord. But I think my underrated theme might be 86 okay. theme, which is crazy how that one comes on because that one's just like, it's like everywhere, but it's all in line. Like, it's, it's a crazy, the singer is all like a slightly off key, but you get where it's going, but it's fire. And you're like, all right, I see this. And of course, really Vivian's theme. Right. Vivi's theme is just beautiful within itself. Like, it's just, you know, it, it it's like basically Vivi singing. And that's what it was. Like, literally, episode four, it was Vivi singing her mm-hmm. own opening theme. So, that's amazing. But, yeah, those are the ones so far that stand out to me. Did I miss the one? The one that, that I'm good? really, really loving right now, and actually, it hooked me into the anime to go ahead and watch it. Because at first, I was like, a walrus. I'm not I'm not really feeling a walrus <laughs> as my MC, but it's Odd Taxi. So, Okay, and I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna watch that between today and tomorrow. The draft, the NFL draft starts tomorrow, so for sure between tomorrow, today, and tomorrow, like morning, afternoon, is I gotta watch Odd uh, Taxi because you. It sounds like you, this might be an yeah, opening that I need. Real laid back. It's got this. It's real laid back, jazzy type theme, and it's just it's fire. Mm. And um, it's a it's a mystery type mystery slash crime, I guess anime. So okay. there's basically a without you know going too deep into anything like that. Basically, the the taxi mm-hmm. cab driver he's driving a guy around. The guy is trying to go viral. That's his thing. He's addicted to a cell phone and social media and stuff like that. He won't. Oh God. That, yeah. So he's trying advice. to go viral. He's trying to figure <laughs> out these different ways to go viral, and he's like googling it the best way to go viral and all this other stuff. And he was like, oh, maybe if I do this Good Samaritan thing, like take a selfie with the taxi cab driver, then I can go viral. He takes a selfie with the taxi cab driver, and it starts doing numbers. It starts going crazy, doing numbers, and oh, all wow. this other stuff. So, you know, the episode pretty much goes and goes or whatever. And um, later on in the episode, gaming. Oh, oh okay, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. he basically... He's trying to figure out why he can't go viral again. He's wondering why this particular picture went viral, all this other stuff. So then at the, you know, the the theme of the 
show been on the news. There's a girl that's missing. She's been missing. She's been missing. She's been missing. He looks at the uh, the picture. He zooms in. There's a monkey in the background. The monkey was last seen with the girl. So every he's like the quote unquote prime suspect, and that's and that's what the mm. overall theme now is like because now him trying okay. to go viral has pulled your MC into some bullshit. <laughs> because, because he's yeah, it, it's it's good, bro. <laughs> so far, okay, I, I, I'm putting it on my list. It's gonna be something I check out. Um, I've been watching, so I end up doing a binge of um one of the one of the dope etchy anime um etchy animes out there. That's a classic for anybody. It got to be in your top five, and that's Ikitosa, um Battle Base. And so I end up doing a full binge of Ikitosin. Ikitosin is basically, if you never watched it, it's anime etchy and fight. So when I say anime etchy, it's literally like it's supposed to be loosely based on the um, the romance of the three kingdoms, which is like an old Chinese um, story that's basically about emperors and stuff. And so all the fighters are majority of women and they're basically fighting. It's like almost like gang fighting in a sense, but they all go to different schools. So they're repping mm-hmm. their schools. And so. It's um fighting and it's old school etchy, so it's fighting and clothes being torn off and boobies absolutely mm-hmm. everywhere. And so when I say it's etchy, oh, it's etchy before all the censors. So nah, it's no white light, it's no steam, nah, it's full fledged boobies absolutely everywhere. So I binge watched it because I haven't seen it since I first watched Icky Dosen, which was back in 2011. And so I'm doing it, of course, for the uh. The Watcher Anime yeah. 100 Challenge. So I was doing that because I wanted to watch that. Shout out to the Watchers Anime 100 Challenge. That's a pretty fun challenge to do. Hashtag that on Twitter and join the fun. Um, so yeah, I start watching Ikitosa and it's four seasons and then it has three OVAs and you're like, this is pretty deep for just boobs and, <laughs> and you're like, there's no way it could be. And no, it's, it sets up a story. I mean, we all know why you're here for, but you know what you're here for, but we're still going to give you something to actually understand. And yeah, man, that's actually been a watch. Um, actually, I remember because the second and third opening for Icky Tosin, the first, the second opening is for Great Guardians and this, the name of the song is called Heart and Soul. And that was one of my favorite themes that I liked about, um, Icky Tosin was the opening. I remember I've had that on my playlist since 2011. So literally it's a classic song. But then the third opening grew on me watching it again, and that one is um, No Limit. And so, yeah, the theme songs were pretty decent, and I was like, okay, I wasn't expecting that. You know, again, when you jump into an etchy anime, you think of the theme songs, you're just like, eh, okay, they're okay. But when it's catchy and it fits the theme, you're like, okay, that's good. And I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Now that you say that, if we're talking about etchy anime openings along with – um the spring 2021 lineup, the etchy. Okay. Wait, is that etchy? No, no, no. Sorry. I got my lineups confused. Ignore that. Ignore mm-hmm. that last thought. My bad. My bad. Um, but for the 2021 lineup, those are the ones that I personally like. Um, I'll taxi. I got to check it out because it might go on the list. If it's as good as what you're advertising, it might end up going on the list. So I'll have to check that out and make my judgment at that. Yeah, point. It's, pretty, it's pretty funny. Too. For sure. <laughs> Alright, so I'll look forward to that Alright, so Real quick, let's do a rapid fire If you can do it off the top of your head If not, let's um 
we'll go off of what we can remember. If we're talking about out of the big three, which one has big three? And if we say the big three, the big three is Naruto, yeah. One Piece, mm-hmm. and Bleach. Which one has the best anime? Of Naruto course? for me. For me, Naruto. Okay. Uh, for, for me, I lean towards One Piece. No bias. But if I'm being honest, I think they're sort of all match. Uh, I can't think of the most iconic one because honestly, Bleach, Bleach has some pretty hard opening. openings. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Naruto within itself has some solid openings too. So honestly, I think if it comes to openings, I lean more towards yeah. them being like One Piece that. is clearly my favorite anime of all time. But mm-hmm. in trying not to be biased and being honest, I believe Naruto has the more, the more just because of I got like. You are my friend, uh, and then fighting. Mm-hmm. Right, and right. Just the ones you remember. I got ones by right, memory right, right. for Naruto. Where one piece, I got uh, right. I do like uh, the superpower droid. Yes, we yes we. Uh, we yes we yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And those are the more modern I ones like too, the, right? Uh, the love. Each needs sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a classic. That was after the time yeah, skip. Okay, I, 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 okay. I think my favorite one. My favorite one was um around the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me, uh, that, that one was one of my favorite ones I, for I, sure. I, yeah. And then Bleach. Bleach has some classic yeah. ones. Like I think oh, first Bleach opening. As soon as that drum comes on, like as soon as that beat drop, dude, me out yo. I'm like, okay, wait a minute, wait. Okay, Bleach. And then Bleach had um two songs done by Asian Kung Fu Generation. Like After yeah, Dark was a good one. Dark. And then the second opening, um the second opening, which was the start of the Soul Society art, that one was good. So like I said, they all had good ones. So I was just trying to see, catch you off and see if you could choose one honest, without no bias. You know, yeah. Okay, okay. That's why I was just like, if I'm being honest, as much as I love One Piece, I think honestly they all got good openings. I mean, I think that's one of the staples of having a good shonen anime is yes, having sir. some good openings. Um, off the top of your head, out of the new shonen that came out, give me an anime that had good music from top, start to finish. Out of the new the new shonen, the new shonen. So in this order for me, it's Clover. Okay. Oh, that was mine. That's my, my number hero, one. We'll keep going. And then the two JJK okay. bumps too. So those are my okay. okay, yeah. So yeah. But Black Clover right now. And, okay, okay. And I'm not like a huge Black Clover fan. I'm just like whatever I watch it. But though every opening right. slap. But Black Clover. <laughs> hey, hey. You have no argument from me there because that was my that hey, that's my number one for new shonen. Like Black Clover openings from one to like twelve, whatever how many they did, they were all lit yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Like they all had slap or somewhat. It was like they were like, bro, every artist that come on here better go hard or your opening is gonna suck. And right now we're going twelve for twelve. Yeah. They batting a thousand. So yeah, even the ones that you thought ah not as much, it grew on you. You like nah, this is good too. Like one of the ones that stood out the most was for sure was um yeah yes, back. just the way it came on. Yeah, guess who's back? Then you gotta get stuck. Cat Sue's back. Hey, step up. Step up. Boom, boom, boom. I was like, oh, that's some real energy you bring yeah. in Black Clover. That's the that's that, that, so that big, big this energy. This is a sports shonen, but Haku has some fire. <laughs> I, thank you. Thank you. Because I was wondering if you was going to bring it up. 
haiku uh shout out burnout syndromes because the mans know how to make an opening because all i gotta say is toby fly like it, I, i've heard people uh, it was funny we were <laughs> we were on twitter <laughs> and on twitter literally you want to get somebody riled up somebody say hey name me a hype a hype haiku song and literally as soon as somebody typed Toby, everybody put fly <laughs> 30 comments down. And I was like, all right, we're all on the same move. But you know what? Yeah, shout shout out Burnout Centrals because them men know how to make a, a banger banger. They did some song songs because they done that. Burnout Centrals also did the opening to Doku Hentai Heroes, which is an etchy anime. And they didn't even have to go that hard mm-hmm. for it, but they did. But Burnout Centrals go hard. Hikari was dope. That's when they play... Um, for the the right to go to nationals, that was when they played the um, I can't remember name the name of the team, but they had to play that one ace. But that one was good. The one with the Eagles, the Eagle team, yeah, that one was a good opening. But yeah, for sure, uh, Haiku has one. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think. There's one for sure. Okay, so I said uh, off of Shonen. What about Isekai genre? Give me at least one or two songs that you know for sure is topless. Isakai. Isakai is a lot of anime, so let's right, see where so you can go with this. Two of them that I love. One, Saga okay. Tanya the Evil. That joint is fine. Okay. And then, okay. do I okay. want to go Slime or do I want to go ReZero? Ooh. Okay, I'm seeing where he trying to go with this. Okay. I think I'm going to go ReZero, but Slime is fire too. Okay. Ah. Slime was Slime had heat. Hey. Slime had heat. Okay, well, my, I'm not going to choose any of those three because Isakai genre was already oh, crazy as this anyway. So I'm going to go left field with you. I'm going to go Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> Overlord has some bangers. So Overlord was done by OT. OT is the OT is the group composed of Tom Hack, who also did soundtracks such as K-On, which is mm. the musical anime. Um and other soundtracks when paired up with Myth, I, I think he's also part of Myth and Roy. Don't quote oh. me on that. I'm not for sure, but um, yeah, OT is him and another um another artist, and yeah, they paired together. They did the the first opening to Overlord. They did the second opening to Overlord, and so these intros is catchy. Like when you're when they screaming on the first track, "Where's my soul?" and then the song yeah. just come on. You're like, okay, but then when you get to the second one. Go cry, go you like, oh, this is like headbanger music. I love this. But then the third intro is by Myth and Roy. And when I tell you, they oh man, that was my that was the best song for 2018 for me. Was that Myth and Roy song? It was that good. Oh man, we are very it was creepy good. Like that's how good it was. It fit Overlord to a T. So that's for sure. For Isekai, that's my my number one for sure. Right. Overlord, but you were right when you said Saga of Time to Evil. <laughs> that song was off the chain. How crazy that What's anime! Your, is. I'll do a rapid one. What's one of your like crazy okay, okay. Um, intros that you like? Like crazy violent TV show intro. Oh well, of course I'll give you one off the back. If you're saying crazy violent, it got to be the intro okay. to Damn Man Wonder. Okay. Yeah? Gotta be that. Gotta gonna... be that. Come on now. I will be your dead man with nothing but this blood in my hands. 
that to your wife. Like, come on now. Like, hey, they they was on there going off on that song. Like, that song was catchy. But, okay, which one were you going for? I knew you was going to say that. I was like, okay, I knew you was going to go there. I was like, wait, if you go to Future Diary, hey, that song was so fucking creepy, dog. Like, it comes on with again that choir. We were talking about the choir earlier. That that shit was so fucking creepy, bro. It really was like, bro. Everybody's gonna die by the end of the song. Like it was that fucking creepy. Yeah, it it was crazy. The Future Diary had a. Not only did it have the craziest Yendi the Yendere of all time, and you know her crazy ass. Like it's hard not to love her. Like she's so crazy. Oh man, I, you know what? Let's don't get it again. We'll <laughs> say that for another day. But you know it's crazy ass. Just mm-hmm. but yeah, that intro was creepy good. Like, oh yeah. my goodness. Like it was it was like hypnotically creepy. Another she, one was she, yeah, she hey, the vampire one. Know, that she, one was man, that's a that's a fire one. <laughs> Hey, she. Hey, he. Hey, I don't know who dude was, but he was singing like yeah. his life was on the line. Hey. <laughs> like he was singing like a vampire when I had his throat. He was in there feeling it, man. I'm like, okay. And it's like it. He felt like he was like a 2000 singer, but he was singing with his soul. It felt like literally they were like, look, if you mess up this song, we gonna have a vampire eat you, dog. So you better come with it. And he was singing. He was. Singing. A lot of people don't know about Shiki, man. Shiki, like, and a lot of people like one of my homeboys. He, the one that put me on it. He was like, you need to watch this show called She. Mm-hmm. And then he dropped it. And I continued to watch it. He was like, oh, man, he's out in the joint anymore. I was like, bro, keep watching. I was like, I was all like, especially when they fucking uh, finally decide to rebel and fight. Oh, my God. The ending of that, bro, they went absolutely apeshit. And you're like, girl, I'm not ready for any of this. It went from hating one side of the spectrum to absolutely feeling sorry bro. for that side of the spectrum. They did that that 180 turn was Love nuts it. in that show. You're right. But yeah, Shiki had a mysteriously eerie intro. And then of course I'll be if I don't mention Ooh. Blood Sea. Blood Sea Blood Sea. This is how you know a song went hard. The song went from Japanese the my man sung in Japanese, then switched to French. Mm-hmm. And then was singing the lyrics in English. My man sung three different languages in one song. I was like, oh, somebody was in the studio like, bruh, we about to make that fire fire. I'm like, okay, but Blood Sea, my crazy ass anime. Crazy. One of the most craziest violent scenes I've ever seen in the anime. I'm not going to talk about these fucking bunnies, dog. But that was one of the craziest, gnarliest, gory scenes I've seen in anime in Blood Sea. But that intro was dope, too. And there was one more like, gore, violent, one ah, it slipped on my mind. Damn it, I'm not gonna remember any time. But like there's an another one for sure. Thank you. And as always, <laughs> you finish. My and so, listen. This is the thing about Elfin Lie. Like when you hear it, you're not supposed to enjoy it because it's such a it. The song is so weird for the imagery that you're seeing. It gives you like like a sense of goosebumps and calmness. And you're like, this is a like a pretty gnarly, mm. gory anime. But when you hear the opera singing, you're like, this yeah. is different. But it makes it makes me like it feels like like it's putting you in a trance almost. You're like, okay, this is wild. I don't know how I should feel about this song. But it's good. 
Because you're like, it's not like it's a bad song. You're just like, damn, like it's a moody song that fits a pretty disastrous mm-hmm. fucking anime. Yeah. So Heaven Lot is Yeah. That's a good one, man. That's some shit that she's like, all right, dog. Let's um, let let's give you the disclaimer there, before watching the Elfin Lot. Fuck some shit in the Elfin Lot. All right. Um. So we did Isekai. We did horror. Um. I would ask you. You did sports. Uh. You know what? I'm a. I'm gonna help you on sports too. So there's two more that was good. The intro to because Ikki. Ikikawa Sports Climbing Girls oh, end up growing on me, which is an anime that dropped last year. But the one I've actually been listening to recently, as in like literally I listened to today, is called Haruka um, Haruka Receipt. So it's the yeah. beach volleyball one. And it was a good like literally when I tell you that the song that came, the songs that were playing when they were playing actually in the sport, like playing beach, beach volleyball, was a very, very like near perfect blend of like mm-hmm. island music and up tempo like up I guess you would say up tempo rave music. And you're like, this is a perfect blend. It really sounds like some stuff you'd be listening to if you was out there playing volleyball, beach volleyball. And so I was like, okay, that's a good one for a sports one. Like that's a nice setup. Like I'm feeling that one. I'm yeah. okay with that. And so now I'm gonna hit you with etchy. If you could give me any good etchy songs, because I'm curious. Cause there are some good etchy songs out there, like songs that actually match, but I'm curious on the one see, you might drop. So let's see. I'll give you two. The let's do two. Is with two. Etchy. I ain't really worried about the song like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, fair enough. Fair, hey, fair enough. I, I get it. I, I want to Well, like I said, I named a couple earlier. Two of them mm-hmm. from Icky Thosin. Uh, I already got one. I got a couple for sure off of one of the most famous Etchy. So. I'm gonna drop those soon, but I'm gonna yeah, let I'm you gonna get up here. And say, and I, if you're saying the most famous one, I'm hoping that you're not choosing this one. But the one that I did enjoy was Prison School. I did. Okay, I see. Okay. I, I, was, I, was, I was thinking like, about Prison School, but <laughs> no, no, I wasn't even thinking about Prison School. I cannot believe that show was able to air because Prison School was absolutely yeah, nuts. Bro, it was like it was the most perverted things that you were they were showing in prison school. It was like borderline, like there's no way they're getting away. <laughs> and then live action. There's there's no this this has to be canned at one point, right? This, this gotta go downhill. Nah, I, they kept showing it to us, dog. I they kept believe that they it. got a live action adaptation out. Like, well, I, that's the crazier part. Like, how did y'all do a live adaptation of right. Prison School, dog? Do you know how raunchy that show had to be for a live? I was like, adaptation? No, right. And then I watched the live action, and they didn't. They didn't hide anything. They didn't sugarcoat it. It was the same <laughs> thing. I was like, Yo, this is crazy. Oh, like, so they were wild like I, I i'm shocked i am beyond shocked that they were actually able to do that and i'm like wait what like seriously but yeah <laughs> yeah prison school's one i was going with of course one of the goaded um goaded etchy series of all time uh, okay. high school dxd and if you've watched the first intro the first episode the intro that comes on is just go- i think what it is it's nostalgia yeah. built in because if you mind you high school dxd is with four seasons, maybe five, 
me think. You got High School DxD. You got Born. You got ah, there's another one. I think it's four seasons. You got four seasons of High School DxD, and the first one is pretty goaded within itself. And you're like, wait a minute. As soon as you hear it, you're just like, man, this brings back all the old memories yeah. of High School DxD. And the song itself is not bad, but I think what it is is the nostalgia of watching the first opening of High School DxD and if you ever, if anybody ever watched High School DxD from the beginning, you're just like, man, is this what yeah. I'm joining into? And yeah, from episode one, if you got to see it uncensored, you're like, oh wow, I know what. Okay, we know what this anime is about, and sure enough, that's what. It's about, so. <laughs> I, I, even though they had the itchy in there, they still had some character growth in there. Still, that see, and that's an underrated part of uh, DxD. You think you're going there for the boobs, but you actually end up getting some character. Arc and plot, which actually makes my, it fairly my interesting. Man started so, with a paperclip and a rubber band, and ended with a fucking man. sniper. I was like, okay, I was like, he, got to, he, yeah, he kept on getting yeah. his skills up with it. And, and he, he, man, he started with nothing. My man died the first episode. That's just brutal within itself. His first day yeah. ever, he got killed. I'm like, dog. Like, imagine that. Like, literally, first date. You got to see some naked boobs. You're like, oh, my date about to, and he's dead. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, rewind, start over. But yeah, high school DXD. That I, I can't, I, I can't talk too much. Like, I could talk forever about it. But again, that's another episode. We will hit you guys with the etchies episode. So stay tuned. That's what you, that's what you call a tease. All right, all right. Um, any goaded endings you want to talk about as we wrap up our? Anime opening any episode? It's, it's, it's gotta be we'll that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's Jodeci, dog. Like, I mean, it's it's hard yeah. to not go wrong with um, Jodeci. I'll go uh, Blood Blockade Battlefront. Thank you. All right. Now we talking. That is by, so that's Unison Square Garden, who also did the opening for Fate Grand Order. Um, I think it's called Faith Grand Order, Absolute Babylon. And it's another part of that title that I'm probably going to get wrong. But they didn't That's open it to that. And so, yeah, it, it's a vibe. Yeah. It's a whole ass vibe. Like, And I think what it is, it, it, it's like, okay, the anime is ending. And so when you get the, like, when you see the opening, you see the imagery, you're like, bro, that's a mm-hmm. fucking party, dog. And you got to like any ending where it feels like it's a party as the anime is yeah. going on. And yeah. It feels like a whole ass party the whole time when you just listen. You like right, my, this is my, one of my favorite. I, I'm good with this vibe. Like I, I ain't got right. I ain't got no issues with this vibe. It's a whole ass vibe for sure. Um, let me see. Go to endings. I know I can think of some go to endings. Uh, give me one more as I collect my thoughts. Give me one more. One more. Uh, I know we did Cannon Buster's intro, but we might as well do the outro too. Fair enough. That is fair enough. And okay, honestly, I'm okay with that. Too. That was another Michael Jackson vibe, if you ask me. Like, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Cannon Busters had some solid. They had solid music. We yeah. we could all agree on that. Cannon Busters held it down for the culture, and that gave a solid yeah. opening. And, and so, yes, I, was like, I, I can agree. Whatever, but the music was fire, and the representation was fire. So yeah. Um, what is another? Let me see. So I got one for you. I got one that's like, a, I, mind you, this is from a, okay. So first, let me talk about one ending that caught my ears completely. And it's one of the endings from an anime we talked about, which is Black Clover. It's called um, Tenjo, 
Tinjotine, which means heaven and earth. And so the ending just starts off. It starts off with the girl singing Tinjotine. And then she starts to sing. And the energy goes with it, but she's just flowing. And it's a whole ass vibe because you got the guitar. It starts off with the bass rip. And then she starts singing. And you're like, okay, this is a good one. It is a good ass song, too. It's catchy as hell. She also did the opening for that season. So she got the, the full spectrum. She got to do the opening. And she got to do the ending. And that was season four. That was when uh, Asta is having to heal his arms. So that was season four, right after he had to fight the beast. So she got to do the opening and ending. So for her, she got basically put on the map off of doing the opening and the ending. Personally, the ending was better than her opening, but I don't know. Actually, um, didn't talk about earlier, uh, keep your hands off Azokin. Okay, so I haven't watched that. So, and but I have heard good things about the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay. I'll, I'll let you watch. Okay. Keep your hands off Azokin. Uh, the intro for that, I forgot to mention that. That shit is some gas. <laughs> some gas. Mm-hmm. All right, I got two, two more endings. Two more, two more. One is from okay. Haiku. It's the ending that I believe it's the one when they're fighting when they're going against the. Um, for the not not the championship, where they're going for the uh, to go to uh, okay, yeah, nationals. Yeah. So it's the one. So it's by Nico touches the wall, and so the song is just a whole vibe. It's basically all the players just standing next to each other. They're showing all the teams together, and so it's a whole ass vibe. The whole song is an upbeat song, and it's like I think died. But anyway, the whole song just going, and it's a whole ass vibe. It's a good ass song for an ending that I'm like. That's the ending? Like, the ending is low-key good, too. So you got the opening that was lit, and then the ending that was lit. So that was good, too. And then you got my vibe song that's just, ah, man, it's a feel-good song. It's the ending of Sweetness and Lightning, which is um the anime with, about the cooking. And so the name of the song is called Maybe by Brian the Sun. And literally this song dove me into the deep end for anime artists or artists that had anime tracks. And so it's a real chill vibe. But literally, the whole time the vibe is on, it like not only does it pull you into the characters and what they were having to deal with and stuff like that, but it's such a mood that it just literally just chills you down. It makes, it makes you feel all warm and fuzzy. And you're like, damn, this is an ending song? This is nice. And so literally, that made me dive into wanting to hear more from Brian the Sun. And now I'm like probably one of their largest fans because I listen to Brian the Sun Damn near as much as I listen to any mm-hmm. other artist for sure. And so I, I, I had to bring that one up. But I know one we gave we gave a little shout out to, but for sure we must mention them again. JJK, <sighs> you guys did your thing. I, I, I think we just both have to go back and just say that. Like we mentioned it a little bit, but let's give them their let's give them their, their flowers now. JJK opening. Both openings were good. Of course, the first opening was yeah. way better than the second one, but not saying anything bad about the mm-hmm. second one. It was still good. And both endings? Oh, my goodness. We Listen, listen, listen. Ali, when they did that song, like, come on, man. Like, that ending song. That, you want to talk about partying? That shit was a party. That was a party at the end. It just looked so dope. And then the second ending, which is uh, by Koshu Nay, which is Give It Back. Man, that song damn near made you tear up. Like, you just, like, you could feel the passion in that woman's voice. But JJK openings and anything, not to mention the soundtrack. Jesus. I've been listening to that soundtrack a lot. Nobara's theme goes so 
crazy. Like, I didn't listen to it when she mm. first made her appearance. But when you go back and listen to that track, you like, hey, hey, they they really went in on the bar of steam. But not to mention that, like the final song that you hear when they're fighting the last episode, episode mm-hmm. 24, or 25, where they're fighting the brothers. And literally, as soon as he releases the uh, the brother, like releases the uh, the jutsu and Yuji starts to fight him, that song, like when they're just seriously out there brawling, when basically they both do Black Flash. That song was so good, and I got the, yeah, the soundtrack has all those songs and then some, like, JJK really came with a banging soundtrack. I think if I listen to it more, it might slowly start to creep up into my top five, knocking out, I don't know which album, but if it doesn't knock out an album, it'll be at least top six for sure, but JJK album was guaranteed done perfect. Like, it, you couldn't have done anything better, to be honest. I had to give, I had to give a quick shot. I haven't haven't heard the whole album, I just heard the intro, outros, or whatever, so. I gotta start. Sorry, just looking Ooh, that, on YouTube. Dog, dog. The album, the album has a hip hop artist group that's like an underground group from New York, and they did like literally the song when UG is with his club in the very first episode yeah. when he's with the occult club. That mm-hmm. song was fire. Like literally, it was just this weird beat, and then you got these artists coming on just spitting. You like, wait, is this what we're getting from the JJK album? Like your basic songs are gas. All right. I see what y'all did with this album. Yeah, it's a yeah, it, it's an album that you need to dive into and listen to and be like, all right, this is they they did. Some okay, I'm gonna definitely check that shit out for sure. Um, all right. And so with that, did you want to drop anything else? Any other songs that we talked to? Anything we might have missed? Because I mean, we could talk about anime openings mm-hmm. and endings forever. We're already yeah. going on an hour and a half, and I like I said, I got way yeah. more than we can talk what? about, but. If, if I would have known that we were doing this conversation, I would have got I would have got a guest on here, you know, the the quote unquote ah. the ox, you know, I would have. Oh, maybe we have to. Maybe we gonna have to do a second recording talking about anime opening. That's what we call a tease. So you guys, if you like this episode, we might have a part two on that with another guest that also is goaded in their anime opening. Yeah, but then I'll be so. We'll do a part two on that cool. one. We'll do a part two on this one, diving more into other songs that we might have missed. I'll be getting cool when y'all two going at it, because y'all both... I know, the, <laughs> I know the intros, and I know where anime they're from, but y'all know the fans. <laughs> y'all know... Y'all be, like, I was talking to Panda one time. She was like, oh, yeah, I think that's Bleach uh, anime opening number 12. I'm like, how the fuck you know <laughs> number 12? Like, hey, man, listen, listen. We, when you when it's a good song, you sort of remember what anime it's from. When it's a really good song, you remember what episode it started on. Like it's it yeah. there there's so levels I, to I, it I for know. sure. Yeah, I think we're gonna do it. We'll do a part two in the near future of this one, and we're gonna bring Panda on for damn sure because uh, Panda got to get her shiny here too because she's she's pretty. I, def- I definitely you know absorb the information you guys give that day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, ladies and gents, that's going to be the end for today. We appreciate you guys as always coming to listen to the mixer. Hopefully us knowledge on anime openings, endings, and soundtracks maybe helps you find a new song that you can vibe to as well. And that's the reason that we do this. We try to give out the knowledge that we got. Hopefully draws you into maybe an anime that you want to watch that maybe you weren't even thinking about. But you're like, hey, the song sounds cool. Let's go watch the whole anime. So that's why we do stuff like this. Um... Yeah, that's it. So, we out. All right. 
So with that, as we always say, we out. We out.